0: Block Talk Radio. You're listening to Angry Kids 24/7 Radio. Angry Kids 24/7 Radio.
1: Stephon Devereaux, Stefan Devereaux show, Angry Kids 24/7 Radio. I want to thank you for joining me today. Woo, got my man T Crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you this You know I like to brag about our guests and so forth When I get them on the air I like to brag about them Because I'm trying to bring you no BS I like to bring you some good guests You know what I'm saying And we've been having some good guests recently Uh, Made me want to do interviews a little bit more So I think I want to do that Uh, Do some more interviews Over the next few months You know what I'm saying I think I want to compete against the big boys yeah, Stephon Devereaux, walking with the big dogs but Anyway, I want to thank you for joining us today um, Before we get into this interview with T-Crazy I want to talk about some of the things that's going on As I try to do with every show, you know, start to show out with the current events. And um, right now, I'm dealing with my man Mike Tomlin Getting a one-year extension with the Pittsburgh Steelers now, I'm going to tell you this. I still believe the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to uh, have a good year this year. Everybody's talking about Cleveland. Of course, you know, they, they deserve some hype. They made some big moves. But right now, in my opinion, the Pittsburgh Steelers is poised to have that comeback year because of that dude, six-foot-five quarterback, Big burger Big Ben. Big Ben's going to have an MVP-type season. And I, yes, I am putting it on a record. I'm saying it myself. I don't care what anybody else is saying. Watch out for Big Ben. You fantasy owners, we're going to talk to him fantasy football later this year, too. But um, look out for Big Ben. Look out for Big Ben. I'm telling you, he's going to have a big year. Um, but Mike Tomlin is going to be the one who's going to benefit from that. He's going to win 11 more games this year. I said Steelers will be 11-5. and five. Uh, He got that one-year extension. I really believe they should have gave him a two-year extension at least. But uh, I think Mike is actually planning his exit. Mike Tomlin Mike Tomlin will probably be gone within the next three years because uh, this one-year extension just says that to me in my gut. Uh, he's planning his exit. Remember, his son will be going to Maryland soon. So I believe that Mike Tomlin will be gone within three years. So that's probably why the Steelers didn't give him that contract over, well, that one-year extension. More than one year, excuse me. But anyway. We got T-Crazy up, and I think he's ready to go, but we're going to take a break first. When we come back, we're going to talk to my man T-Crazy, see what he's doing, see some things he got coming up, and I'll get into his career. It's pretty interesting. You're listening to the Stephon Devereux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We'll be right back after this break.
0: You're listening to Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. It's 24/7. How to text a guy to keep him interested. Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily.
1: Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with How to Text a Guy to Keep Him Interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to howtotextaguytokeephiminterested.weebly.com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there a how-to-text-a-guy to to Com.
0: Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, Call one 800 662 help Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older
2: will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or MedicareMadeClear.com/falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation.
0: You're listening to Angle Kids twenty-four seven. Angle Kids twenty-four seven.
1: Discovered a weird trick people are using to make over $3,500 a month taking paid surveys from home. Jason White is known online as the King of Paid Surveys. He's been taking paid surveys online since 2009 and has earned over $274,000 just from paid surveys. He knows that may seem hard to believe, but it's 100% true and verified. Large, multi-billion dollar corporations need your feedback and suggestions about their products and are willing to pay huge sums of money to get it. If you go to bit.ly backslash making money with surveys, he'll show you how to get your piece of the pie. Companies desperately need your opinion and will pay you cash for taking short surveys. Plus, you'll get $50 for taking your first paid survey. So go to bit.ly backslash making money with surveys. Stefan Devereaux, Steph Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Don't forget, check us out on the Angry Kids 24-7 Radio dot com. That's our blog. Check us out there. You can Google us. You know what I'm saying? Find us on Facebook. We're also the Steph Devereaux Show it's also on Spotify and all the other streaming services that provide podcasts. So, uh yeah, I'm a little like a little, a little excited. Mike Tomlin gets that new deal, and I got my man T Crazy in the building. T Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, man. yeah. So, what they know about <laughs> what's happening, man? man? Well,
1: I'm- I put it like this. I'm feeling good right now, man. You know what, That that's what, I'll start there, man. Okay, so I noticed you play sports. You know, I was looking at your bio and stuff and it uh, said yeah. you play some sports. What, what sports did you play?
2: Oh, uh, man, I play a little basketball, a little football. So, you know, real athletic, of course, you know. So, man, basketball, so my first,
1: first love, You know what, I'm not going to lie. Here's my problem, you know. And uh, I probably we won't stay on sports that long. But when I was a kid, <laughs> man, I loved football. I played football. I'm a six foot three dude. I've always been tall, and um, okay. I loved football. Played football all the time. I didn't really start getting into basketball really until maybe 2003, 2004. And let me tell you why real quick. The reason why I got into basketball was because I I loved my Lakers. Loved my Lakers from day since 87, 86, 87 that season. <laughs> Love the Lakers, but I didn't really get into basketball, basketball, until LeBron James came, and then I started to hate on LeBron James because of the comparisons (laughs) of Jordan and all that, and then after, after like, I'll say 2007, you know, when they lost them finals against the uh, the Spurs, I started to respect uh, LeBron James, and... My whole attitude has changed about the kid, but here's the reason why I fell in love with the sport of basketball. Like, fell in love with it over the past 15 years. But I'm sorry, I didn't want to get off. You know what I'm saying, Lord? <laughs> No, no, you, you good, you good. Hey,
2: man, you You're know, was your first hip hop, hip hop, Listen, man, hip hop and basketball, you know, they go together. So, you know, it, it, it's all, all one.
1: Well, I put it like that. I, I
2: will say this. I will say this real quick. You mentioned your Lakers and all that. You know, see, so you got to see Jordan in his era. You got to appreciate that. So, in my era, yeah. we got to see LeBron. So he's our Jordan of our time. You know what I mean? So,
1: hey, the one dude that no one gives respect to in, uh, in this era, in the well, he, because he he came across both and so forth. But uh, Tim Duncan, Duncan was the man to me. Duncan was the man. No matter what Kobe was, Kobe was nice. You know, he was a spectacular player, Uh, LeBron, spectacular player. But Tim Duncan was just that dude. He was the statue. He was always going to be there whenever it came down to some finals. Yeah, he had that. They lost to LeBron that one year. But other than that, they was not being stopped. And I respect that. I respect, you know, uh, players like that. And I respect the coach, you know, uh, Greg Popovich as well. You know, I love my Lakers though. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, let me touch on Tim real quick because that's close to home. Me being from San Antonio, you say he don't really get that respect. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with my city. You know, Tim Duncan having that real quiet demeanor is kind of a reflection of our city. You know, our city gets overlooked, our organization gets overlooked. So kind of lets you know why, you know what I mean, Tim Duncan doesn't have the respect that I think he really deserves. But back home, he's an idol here. I don't know why they ain't put no statue up of that man yet, but. He's a knight Oh, don't here. worry, it's coming. A it's coming. It has it's to be. It's coming.
1: Go. But he, uh, and and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make another prediction here, because my son's a big Spurs fan. I mean, sir, uh, you guys had a player. Yeah, shout out to your DeWan son.
2: Shout time. out to your son. Hey,
1: look, <laughs> look, we live. So for him to be a Spurs fan, you know, he's a true diehard. He is a diehard Spurs fan. And we went to uh, when DeJuan Blair played for you guys, we ran into him at McDonald's once. And my son sat there and <laughs> man, you don't know how excited he was. He took the picture and everything. The wall was cool. You know what I'm saying? He was cool. And he went on to play for, I think, another team after that. But, man, my son died hard Spurs fan. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to make a prediction about your Spurs. They brought him back. They brought Tim Duncan back. He's going to be your head coach. I Man, I, look, they and, brought him no, back for count. a reason. I, I agree. Yeah. Pops is, you know, he's playing his exit, And he's going to be a great coach. He is going to be a great coach. I can't wait to see it happen. I don't want to see Pops leave yet because I think Pops is the only guy who's going to be able to stop the Lakers or the Clippers in that conference right now. Because I don't know about the Golden State Warriors, but I just think that San Antonio got something up their sleeve this year. And you know Pops, he does it every few years. If Aldridge can just play the way we expect him to play, the way I thought he was going to play when he got there, then this team would be I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are only one, one great LaMarcus Aldridge, uh season away from being back in the finals. That's just my opinion, but sorry about that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I know. I'm, so I know you know, we went off on yes, the tangent I mean, I'm, I'm, for a minute. I, I get cool. into my
0: basketball.
1: <laughs> I get into the basketball a little too, too much, but I'm, I'm sorry about that. Here's my thing. Okay, so, oh, man. Your song enough to go around. Now it's on a radio station, yes. and it's you know it's one of my favorite songs. Like um,
0: yeah, I'm gonna be that, man. with you.
1: I'm gonna be real with you. Now, I'm, your catalog is deep. You know what I'm saying? You got a deep catalog. But the one thing, the, yes. my favorite song out of your catalog is "Liquor Courage," bruh. Man. Please Probably tell me your mindset
2: most when you was on. doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me explain that. Man, so i really feel like that was probably one of my most slept on songs because i kind of just my my producer 3d shout out 3d um he just kind of like sent me up the beat and was like hey man what can you do with this beat and um i went in the studio and like knocked it out man in like 10 minutes and i just put it out just for the fun of it man and i didn't really think nothing of it man because i will say if, um, like, I'm a songwriter by by trade, too, as far as not just an artist. I like to coin myself as a rap artist. I like to just say I'm a rapper. So I will say that when I – liquor Courage was a song that I really wrote, not initially for myself. A lot of music that I write, I initially want to write for other artists. So that song kind of had that approach. I'm like, okay, I'll write this song, and hopefully I can shop it to another artist. But I just put it out there on YouTube, just put it out there in the universe. And uh, it was really for the females, man But it's probably one of my Most slept on songs, and I do get A lot of people that say they really like that song So, and shout man, out that's to you really song. liking
1: that song, man <laughs> Man, that's my, I'm dead serious Because when I uh, You know, we did the blog and so forth And I was listening to your stuff then And then, you know, I, I, I do YouTube a lot So, right. when I found it on YouTube I'm like, oh, hold up <laughs> Oh, hold up Cause I knew I was going to eventually interview you, and I was going to let you know that. Cause I didn't want to let you know, you know, i so I wanted to tell you personally, like, bro, yo, that right there. And you said you had to, you were writing it for someone else, and you decided to put it out.
2: Yeah, I had I, I had that song in mind for you know for another artist, man, and uh, you know, he kind of just didn't really bite on it. So, you know, I, you know, I sent it to his people, and I guess they. They never said they didn't like it, but it was just like, oh, you know, it's dope. You know, we'll let them hear it, you know. But so after a while, it just set, and it just set, and then boom. And you want me to tell you something else, crazy, man? That's the same thing about Enough to Go Around. I'm going to be real with you, bro. Are you serious? I'm telling you the truth. My producer can confirm this. My producer can confirm this. That is literally what happened with that record, man.
1: Did you sing the hooks as well?
2: That's me. That's me singing, brother. I am. Um, bro. <laughs> I'm a, I'm oh, a diverse. Man. I don't want to put myself in no box, man. I'm I'm an artist, bro. I'm not no rapper. I'm not a singer. I just, I like to be creative. I can do whatever. I can make a rock song. I I wrote a country song. I just haven't put it out there. I haven't found a country artist to work with. You know? And, and And the thing about that, like, you know, being a part of the Angry Kids, man, like, it is like, a kid in the candy store just listening to the playlist, bro. I'm like, it is so much talent. And,
1: and you have guess, access to that field, talent man. as well. That's,
2: That's a- what I'm saying. It, it's just a feeling listening to the artists that we have access to, man. So, But it's just like trying to approach everybody like how do you just, you know, it, it, it's it's kind of, you know, my my brain works you know, they say genius is the closest thing to insanity, and sometimes I'm like, man, I got so many ideas, how do I put them out, you know what I mean? So, and like, currently at the time right now, like, (laughs)
0: that's
2: that's my problem, like, right now, I'm up against time, like, my project, I kind of, my project has to be finished, I kind of missed my deadline twice, my project was supposed to be done for the summer already, because my record enough to go around had kind of started buzzing, you know, and I had got offered a deal uh last month and didn't really didn't make my deadline, so didn't end up taking the oh. deal because you know the you know what I mean, the numbers wasn't big, but I mean it didn't mean that I turned away from the people who offered me the deal. It was just something that wasn't it didn't work for me. And I think well, take keeping no, that, the end of the
1: Go ahead, Matt. I kid you not, that leads me into uh, what I was going to talk about next, is uh, you got Mr. Ward Music Publishing. Now, that's your own publishing company. Can you explain to the other artists, I mean, because I'm going to be honest with you. When I seen that, I was really impressed, because a lot of the new artists and a lot of the older artists, they don't even think on that level. What made you really start thinking on that level to where you said, I'm going to just start my own publishing company and do my own thing?
2: You got to man, yeah, that's my own imprint, and uh, you know, honestly, the way this came about, I used to be a part of a record label in my city that was really, we were a staple here in our city, man. We had a we 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 were close to getting a record deal before, and everything hit the fan, man, and the label and the label faltered, and when you know you started looking at paperwork and. Nobody was on the paperwork as writers. So there was a song that we had buzzing back in the day. I should have still been getting the check right now. I don't get a dime for that. You know why? Because the paperwork wasn't right because I was young, didn't pay attention to nothing. So that kind of prompted me now to get my stuff together now that I'm doing my own thing. So that's why I went ahead and was like, you know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to be my own publishing company. I don't have to be up under anybody else. You know, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm my own writer. I publish my own music. Anybody that I work with, we're going to do good business. So that's what prompted me to do that. And and any artist that's listening, I think that's the approach we need to take. And I say we because it's it's for everybody. If you're working with another artist that has their stuff together, it's for the betterment of both of y'all. You know, if that record just happens to be a hit, if that record happens to just break, man, everybody will be good. You know, and that's just how the industry works, man Like if you don't know, you don't know So I know now uh, That's you know. the
1: problem, I'll, yeah <laughs> It takes a minute to find those things out You actually, actually, you have to be almost put in the situation that you were in In order for you to go and say, you know, well, let me go research this And figure out what I can do to stay out of this situation again You know what I'm saying? And if you took advantage of that opportunity because I look at that as an opportunity. You had an opportunity to figure this thing out yourself and now you're in a better position. Now, so you write, now when you're writing stuff, you know, for other people and so forth, it's coming from your publishing company now. I mean, is that, you pretty much got it set up like that?
2: Yeah, it's under my publishing. So like any song that I write, of course, it's under my publishing. Now, if an artist, if I shop a record to an artist and he, you know, his people happen to say, Hey, I'm interested in this song. And we pull in our split sheets. And I'm like, okay, this is what the numbers is looking like. Off top, my producer, 3D, who does all my music, every record that you hear, you're going to hear this tag. Hold up. It's your boy, 3D. Yup, that is my brother. I've been knowing him since high school. You know, I remember beating on the tables with him before we, you know, we even <laughs> started taking his music serious, you know, and it just so happened he, you know, he became to be a really great beat maker. So off top he's getting cut in on anything that I do. So if there's another artist that happens to want a record that I, that I wrote, then we're going to cut him in. And then we're going to talk numbers like that. You know, I haven't really had an artist that's really had, that has bitten on a record really, really close, but enough to go around was supposed to be for Kirkos bangs, people. That's who we was trying to shop that record to, you know, just to put that out there, you know, and it didn't get in his hands how I was supposed to. And the engineer that I recorded that song at, he's he called me up one day. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I am just got through mixing this record, man. He's like, it really sounds good. He's like, I think you need to sing. You need to put it out. And he's like, I already mastered it. Bro, just put the song out. And I put it out, man. And I put it on Instagram one day. And I remember putting it out there. And I said, hey, I, new single. Is it hot or nah? I put that out like, like that. And people started responding to it. It was like, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. They had this one blogger. She's like, this blogger was like, hey, can I use this song on my blog? I'm like, yeah, sure. And honestly, man, that's how the song really started taking off, right there. This blogger who does makeup, I let her use the song in one of her tutorial videos, and it blew up from there. I remember watching the numbers go up every day. And I'm like, this is crazy. My numbers have never even gotten that close. Never. So She's popping
1: it for you, though. I mean, you can't help because it's a good song.
2: And then she didn't ask for anything. She actually wanted to remain nameless. Like, I was like, yo, can I give you, you know, some props? She's like, nope, none. She's like, I just like the song. I thought it it fit what I was going to talk about in the tutorial. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, man, so, I was like, "Thank so, you."
1: So, social media has been pretty much—is it um—pretty much your main marketing tool right now? Because I mean, it's pretty yeah. much everyone else's main marketing tool. But have you figured out your way? You're laying on social media yet?
2: Man, pretty much, man. I'm gonna be honest. Like when I was a part of this label called Fifteen Five Entertainment, I kind of used to have it easy because we had a, a team behind us. We had a, a weld oil machine of people that would do things for us. So like getting back in the game and doing it myself and figuring out what's what and you know, not to fall in these traps and you know, everybody offering money to do this and do that, like I you know, yes, I have to like really catch on to what's going on now. So I'm try to stay organic with it, you know, and stick to the people that I that I see supporting. I stick to those people. Like people that I really well, can talk days. to, I see
1: Oh, God, I'm listening. Go
2: ahead, man. No, no, no. I, oh, no. I think you're about to make a good point. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're well, about
1: to make a DJ, great point. It's all about marketing. So you got to, I, I think, two things, management and marketing. If you can get a manager to help you keep these things in order and a marketer who can go out there and slam this thing 1,000% to so where that's all they do all day is find ways to get your music into people's ear. In front of their eyeballs. I mean, that's what a marketer is supposed to do anyway. But if you get right. one these days in this music business, because everyone's a marketer now uh, with social media. But if you can get one who knows how to use social media to their advantage, sky's the limit. The sky's the limit.
0: Yeah.
1: I just don't see. I don't see how these got how other people aren't using it like that. And you fell into the right, a right situation with a blogger. You know, using your using your song in the background. Just using your yeah. for, you know what I'm saying? Some background music. And that's what, and a lot of people aren't doing things like that, at least these days. You got some who are, but they're not plugging with the right people. Yeah. are figuring that part out. I, I respect that. I respect <laughs> that, man. I do. That, no, that was, and, yeah. It's a good scheme, no, man. I and, like that. It works, too. And
2: and the crazy thing about it is it, it hits so fast. I was like, wait a minute. I need to, like, really get on it. Because people's like, where can I find the song? Where can I find this song? So I'm like, Oh, I need to put this song out, you know. So it kind of, kind of hit me like, okay, I think I got something on my hands. So that prompted me to release the record. Then when I released it, what it kind of, you know,
1: like especially for YouTube now, Facebook pays too, uh, and I know uh, Instagram pays too. Imagine YouTube—you get a blog, put a, a reaction video or something. You're getting paid your YouTube co- uh, content ID, so right. no matter what, it's a new, it's another way for you to get your music out. But then you're getting paid for it too on top of that, so you, it's a win win situation, especially these days with these vloggers now, because there's so many of them. You hook up with the right one, then it can take it can make your song go viral within two days, because I've seen That's it happen. Man. So. Yeah, crazy. It's crazy how it, it's just crazy how the game is right now compared to how it used to be. You know. And speaking of that, you know what? I bring uh, we got about about five more minutes left, but that brings me to uh, okay. another question I want to ask you. Um, your favorite era? I try to ask you know the uh, the artists and so forth. Like, what's your favorite era in music?
2: Man, my favorite era would have to be. I'm gonna say the the era where Rockefeller, that whole Def Jam era probably around the 99s, 2000. I just feel like that era of music was when people was putting out the best music ever. Everybody was selling albums. People was really buying records. I remember buying CDs, man. I think, to me, that was the best era of music. I was a part of it. I was in high school. It was just cool. So I think that was something, for me, personally, that made me fall in love with music even more, you know, going to buy the records, opening up the CDs, and, and reading up on the artists, reading up on who wrote the records. Credit. Like, man, I, <laughs> yes. yes. That, the little things like that that you take for granted now, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't get yeah, that no you more.
1: This. You know, I coming from, you know, I grew up in the 80s. Uh, I was born in 78, so I got to see a lot and how this music thing is transformed. Like, oh, my goodness, it's so different now. Well, I used to do the same thing with the album covers. You know, I will read the album, the credits of the album, read the lyrics. You know, that's how I wrote, that's how I learned how to write songs, was reading the lyrics of the albums. You know, and they don't do that no more these days, but I wish they did because you hit it on the head. Go on and read in those credits and who the artist was and things like that. Imagine if we had the the same opportunity to do that now in this digital age. Oh.
2: It was, shame. It was, I mean, and I, know, shame. and I know you and I and I know you remember getting some albums sometimes and they had a post in there. Like, you know, little things like that, man, just man. like you don't really you don't get man. that anymore. you know, every, everything's digital. You know, that's why sometimes I appreciate artists that really have cool album covers because it's like, oh, he really put some thought into that. You know, yes, the really yes, cool. Yes, because,
1: you know what, the thing, you know, that's it now. You're absolutely right. I, I wasn't even thinking about the album cover part of it. You're absolutely right. That makes a lot of sense, especially the, you know these days. Um, now, okay, so we know that's your favorite. Here. Oh, now, so your favorite rapper? Because I'm gonna tell you something. You do, you have like, and uh, you say you're from you're from Texas, correct? You're from Texas. I'm
2: from Texas, man. I'm from Texas. Well, it's gonna blow to your mind when I tell stuff. you my favorite rapper. <laughs>
1: Go ahead. Who's your favorite rapper?
2: My favorite rapper is LL Cool J, man. LL Cool J is my favorite rapper. Now my favorite all time.
1: I can't lie, he's one of he's he's up there with me. He is up there with me. I listen to L matter of fact what's so funny is now that you mention that, right in front of me I have the uh L Cool J Mama said knock you out C D. And nice. uh, yes, I still from time to time I just ripped it off uh to put add some LL Cool J up to the radio station. No. So I just added that. It, I just added LL Cool J.
2: So
1: don't do trust me. I
2: if, understand completely. And I I do want to say this, too. If you haven't already, go to my YouTube. I check out the video that I shot to my record practice. I kind of did a little, you know what I mean? I I, I kind of made a little remake to that record. Mama Said Knock You Out. That's I did that in my video practice, just kind of paying homage to L.L., you know. So check out my video practice, man. It's going to trip you out, and you're going to understand why L.L. is right. my favorite artist.
1: They still call him, you know, one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest in some people's eyes. But I'll tell you this. We only have about less. We got less than a minute. I wish we had more time. I'm going to get you back on, too. Look, well, I'm going to get you back. But what's coming up? What do you got coming up? Music, shows, what you doing, man? Man.
2: I got a show, shows, definitely got a bunch of shows lined up. The album is like 85% complete. I have been in straight studio mode trying to get the album done. Got two videos and I'm finished shooting. Enough the four-round video will finally be almost done. i just been really backed up. Too busy, man. But I'm finally about to get everything lined up. i just been really quiet, ready to put everything out. I'm really excited. So the album is about to be ready to shoot. So... I was about to come
1: out, well, man. I swear, we're going to be in touch because we're going to get you back on. And we're going to talk about yes, the sir. album. You know, I wanted to give the people an introduction. Let them know who you are. And uh, the way I look at it is, I, <laughs> I can't wait for the album. But now you got me thinking about the video now. So now I want to see the video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Check yeah, it out, I'm man. a visual, I'll dude.
0: tell you. Uh, yes, the sir. visuals.
1: It's always about the visuals with me. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we're going to get you back on When the new album comes out And uh, I can't wait to talk to you again, bro Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on the show
2: Hey, man, thanks for having me I appreciate it, man
1: No doubt, appreciate it You're listening to the Stephone Devereaux Show Angry Kids 24-7 Radio want to thank you for joining us We are out
0: You're listening to Angry Kids 24-7 Radio 24-7. How to text the guy.